Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Barbecue Forte. Hello. And we are brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet and Smoke with Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade or looking for authentic charcoal commercial smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. There they are. You just spoke about Barbecue Gourmet there. Yeah, and uh, that's where we were at the weekend. Yeah, we were with uh, Barbecue Gourmet and the Bunch of Swines at their competition class. I think it's called the Advanced Competition Class. Yeah, they did a whole weekend, didn't they? They did like backyard barbecuing on the Saturday, and then the competition yesterday. We just went up for the competition bit. Yeah, I mean, we would have loved to have been there for both days, but we already missed two weekends because of we're commitments. So uh, we, we said we needed to get up, and then just so happened that the Saturday we were busy. So Sunday it was... Awesome, because just just the other side of Bath, wasn't it? So only a couple hours drive for us. So we got up nice and early and got up there, and a full day of full-on barbecue competition talk, hands-on, getting to practice stuff up there. Yeah, learning all about their rubs, their sauces, and what makes them such an awesome barbecue team. I think I love the way they did it. It was almost like uh, structured as if. They were on a, a day at competition, so yeah, it's all down to the timings, wasn't it? Yeah, all down to the timings, and and Ed Ed ran us, Ed and Emma ran ran us through their their sort of competition uh, prep to to finish sort of final product, which was amazing to see. I mean, those guys are one of the best teams in Europe right now. Your phone's ringing. Got a phone call coming through. A bit unprofessional. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see who it is. Hello, Dan. James. Hi, James. Just uh, we're we're live on air right now. So, how are you doing? You're right. Yeah, I'm good. Sorry, I was on the phone to Ricardo because um, we're switching over our manufacturer, and it is a massive, massive a logistical nightmare. In fact, um, but <laughs> we're all done now. So, uh, yeah, we've managed to move our supplier to a much more to our local butcher, which is really good. It keeps it in the dev. Really pleased by that. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. How yeah. you, how you been doing since last time we spoke? Only a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, the the listeners of your podcast, the online barbecue community, uh, have proved themselves to be brilliant. Um, I mean, I'm blown away by the enthusiasm that these guys have for, and it's it's really strange because I I think being a being a professional cook, more or less, I mean, I'm not used to be a chef. I'm not anymore. I think it's easy for under, for people to underestimate how good a food the non-professional chefs turn out. I mean, some of the stuff that I've seen in the time that I've been sort of following the the barbecue community is just amazing. I mean, the, the the quality of food in the... I mean, I've always said that I think the quality of the, the food in the UK's kitchens is great. But, I mean, I mean, it's sort of the restaurants and the, and the chefs. But the stuff that the amateurs are turning out is just as good. I have to say, I've been amazed at the quality of the stuff that yeah that your followers have been cooking it's just amazing i mean us, us as well i mean i've seen i think yesterday kelly posted that she had done a i think it was like a shoulder uh goat shoulder 
and and looked incredible. And and Christine uh, Christine Dale, she had posted something she did the other day as well. So there's been people cooking Christy, goat Christy already. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, the, we, we I mentioned briefly in the podcast we did before about Goatober and barbecue stew, kung fu barbecue, Nathan, uh, Kelly, John, the um, Scottish lass. I can't remember what her name is. Sorry, but I because I. Like most people online, I remember people on the Twitter feed names yeah. rather than their actual names. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and, and they all heard on the podcast, thought this is, you know, thought like I did when we started Cabrito, and they all jumped on it. And people, the crazy thing is, they've not just thought, right, I mean, crazy, but unbelievably gratifying for me. They've not just thought, right, we're going to do this barbecue Saturday, the 8th, let's all get together and do a cook, which is amazing to do anyway. But they've all done trial runs as well, because they want to make sure they get it right. And that's what professional chefs do. Dishes don't go on the menu until you've done a trial and you've perfected it. Yeah, and I just—it's amazing to me that people put that much effort and that much thought. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but I was surprised because I mean, it's a, for a producer to see that reaction to your product is the most. I talked about it with the with the process that you go through with that I went through with Neil seeing that taco, and and it's. I mean, it's it's modified multiplied a million times when it's people at home doing it because yeah. Yeah, they, it, it means a lot more that they've got the idea, they've spent their own money. It's not like it's a, you know, it's, it's a very pure way of cooking. They're doing it through the enjoyment and wanting it to share with their family. And that, for me, is just amazing. But the enthusiasm in the barbecue, on the, on, the online barbecue family, is just, it's just, I mean, it's so gratifying to see. It really is. And just the, the way that they just said, right, okay, well, we really, we get the idea, we get the thing that Caprito's talking about, but we want to be involved ourselves. Let's all get together and cook on the egg, and then do trial runs to make sure they get it right. And uh, the other brilliant thing about it is that it's not—it's not a competition. People no. are willing to share the recipes that they're there, so there's a sort of nature in it, which is just—I mean, it's just lovely. It seems to be like massively snowballing. Everyone that's sort of uh, commenting on the posts that people are on their practice runs and and goat seems to be uh, people are, are just overwhelmed by all. And then and then reading and Kelly wrote a bit of an article as well in a, in a yes, blog, dreaming blog, dreaming of the good life. Yeah. And, uh, and it seems yeah. to be that everyone is, is sort of getting involved. And I hope it doesn't end on the on the eighth of eighth of October. I hope everyone it's it's a chance for us to sort of share. Uh, go with with the with the rest of the world and rest of the barbecue community, rest of the UK, and and uh, and hopefully inspire other people to to bring it into their home as well. Well, it was a it was a massive shot in the arm for Cabrita, for Gotoba for the first Gotoba. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It just because I mean, when we first started, we thought it might work, it might not work. We might get a few restaurants involved, but when the public pick up on it and think it's a good idea and start talking about it and sharing it on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff it starts to have a life of its own. And now there are people that I've never heard of that are talking about Cotober, and that's amazing. And that's because people in the barbecue community and, and, and listened to your podcast and said, right, let's do this. This is a good thing. And I know that it's expensive, you know, and that people have spent their own money on it. It's not like they've, you know, they've spent their own money because they, cause they, uh, cause they think that it's a, a good thing, a good, a good cause. And, and are excited by a new product and, you know, to test their, to test their skills uh, and, and their barbecue skills and expand their repertoire. And in all of that, as a, as a cook, I appreciate that. And as somebody that's sort of, campaigning is a bad word, but someone that's 
campaigning for people to eat more of a waste product, it's amazing to me that the public have grasped it in the way that they have. And it's all down to, you know, you guys and your podcast and then the enthusiasm of everybody that listens to it. And I am, I'm unbelievably gratified. I am so touched that everyone's just gone, you know what? I agree with that guy. I'm, I'm going to do it. But that, that, buying it to do a trial run to make sure they get it right, that's the thing that I just think is brilliant. Because that's exactly how chefs think. You know yeah, it is. It's absolutely fantastic to hear and and see sort of Twitter just absolutely exploded with, and it still is now. People were are talking about it and getting involved, and it's the word spreading, messages spreading. I think it's just such a a, a great message though that you you sort of brought to the podcast uh, a couple of weeks back, and and I think people just, especially pe- uh, uh, sort of a a theme that we like to go with, and and I think is sort of uh, resounds across the barbecue community is is not wasting things and, and is sort of uh, like whole animal cooking and stuff like that. Those those are sort of things that we all uh, sort of take uh, like quite close to our hearts. So I think once we hear a story like this, that that it, it does sort of fall on the barbecue family to get involved and sort of get behind. And it is, uh, it is amazing. It, it is, I mean, the, some of the stuff you said was such an eye-opener and, and, and actually I think a lot of people are getting involved and it's great to see, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, the, the leftover thing is interesting because Kelly put that uh, sort of goat shepherd's pie on yesterday. And it just it just looked perfect. I was like, man, these people are amateur cooks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I've learned, we've got a little um, sort of uh, Twitter direct message group going because there was some, I think Nathan thought he doesn't want to clog up everyone's Twitter feed with us talking about barbecues. I've learned so much in the last few, in the last few weeks, just being on that feed and people sharing recipes and, sharing tips and ideas and and it, you know I, I've, I've been a professional cook I was a professional cook for 12 years I've been involved with food for 20 years and I've learned as much in the last two weeks I think as I've ever learned and part of it is what's really what I the thing that I always try and have in life generally is a bit of enthusiasm for stuff but it's the enthusiasm for the sort of the barbecue cooking in the community as much as anything that's really made me think Do you know what this is a great thing. It's more people should know that there are that there's groups like that. There's, you know, that, and it seems there aren't. Maybe it's unique to barbecue because it is kind of a, a lifestyle thing as well. Because you don't, you know, I, I don't know of any sort of. Maybe there are, and I'm wrong, but it's like I don't know, Italian cook groups like that, or Spanish cook groups like that. Maybe there are. I think it's it's like the the type of person. I think like uh, barbecues tend to be like uh, all behind sort of bringing people together. And and I suppose that that, like cooking anyway is is all about that, bringing people together. And I think it really does resound. Yeah, it is really about community. Yeah. Everyone's around the barbecue together. Sorry, I think that's one of the things about cooking that I've always really enjoyed is the generosity in it. And I think you're right. I think there is something about Maybe there's something about the sort of live fire element and something, I don't know, something maybe quite, um, something quite old, you know, something that's just in us about sitting around the fire yeah, and eating. Something that, natural. That, 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 yeah, absolutely. Something that's just in us. And I, that, the, for me, that's been a real eye opener, I think. It's been, it's been great. It's been a great couple of weeks for me because, you know, you can I get a bit old and jaded about food. And, oh, look, someone's opening another restaurant that does something that that guy did. And it can all feel a bit flat and boring sometimes. And then, you know, you something comes along like you open a book and, it's, uh, and it, 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 it opens up a new area of food for you. Or you hear something and you, 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 you follow that down. And that's exactly what 
the barbecue podcast and introduced to the barbecue family's done. It's opened up an entire new area of cooking to me. And that's quite an achievement for someone that's been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, that's awesome I mean? to hear. It's great. I mean, it's testament, great testament to what, what we're doing and, and our listeners as well. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just comes down to enthusiasm for me. And all I've heard is positive stuff and enthusiasm. And I, you know, it's, it's impossible not to respond to that. You know, which is great, and it just makes me think that, you know, the, I don't know, the hundred thousand miles a year I've driven for the last four years. You know, when you, when you, it feels like we've got to a stage now where, you know, people can get hold of the product through you know online or they can buy it in supermarkets, and and the way that you you guys have responded to it, not knowing anything about the story, and then it sort of bleeding out into your listeners, just makes me think, well, you know, it's kind of it's going to be all right. The, yeah. All the hard work that we've done is starting to pay off and, and you know, we'll solve the problem. It's, just, it's brilliant. It's just opened up an entire new thing for me, which is, you know, and I, I love food and I love cooking and now I've got a whole new, you know, I've got, I borrowed my, I borrowed next door's Weber and uh, one of the carcasses I'm picking up today, I'm going to drop yours off and then one of those is going on the Weber because I've got to do this barbecue thing on Saturday the 8th, which is yes. fantastic. Awesome. It's yeah. great to hear. I mean, the thing is, is that I, I I've always taken sort of inspiration from traveling, but people can always be traveling. So social media has sort of stepped in and it allows us to all connect and sort of get inspiration from each other. So hopefully Gotober really, with everyone posting what they're doing when they're posting and, and like that's what I get inspiration from now. It tends to be social media. I love to travel, but obviously, like I said, we can't all be away every single it's weekend. It's cheaper to sit at home and watch on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper to scroll through your Twitter feed and stuff. So, I mean, I hope that it catches, uh, I mean, it just continues to snowball and sort yeah. of... We're in Goat-tober now, aren't yeah. we? So get on. We are in Goat-tober. I'm on, I'm on my way to the slaughterhouse to pick up... I'm sat in a traffic jam on the N6 on my way to pick up some goats for the for the actual night, for the for the launch night. And, awesome. And probably some that will end up on the... Uh, on the barbecues and some of the people that are listening. Definitely. So yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so grateful to everyone that listens to the podcast has got involved. And it, now the thing I kind of hoped that go, that goes over would move away from being a you know a PR stunt for Cabrito and be more about the industry and and the problems in the industry and solving those problems and proving that you know these animals. These animals have value, and they can, and they're also delicious. And it will move away from being next year. It will be a bit more independent of me, and then maybe the year after that, the year after that, and you know. Yeah, I've even seen like uh, where Kelly's from Scotland, and obviously uh, Christine's from Northern Ireland, and I've seen that goat companies of over there have have said that they're looking forward to doing their little bit for Goattober yeah. and getting involved with Goattober and stuff. So it's it's awesome that I mean it's something that that you sort of uh, your message on the on the podcast was that you're not just looking to, for people to buy goat from you you're looking for the, the to whole raise the awareness yeah to raise awareness for, for everyone and it seems like immediately yeah. you have done that sort of uk wide and it has had an impact already yeah but again i mean christine went to the and farm guys and said i'm i'm doing this goat type of thing and then i'd already emailed them so that kind of nudge them to get towards getting involved and Christine also said, "Why don't you write to your local MP and ask him to?" And I said, "Ask him to ask a question in Parliament." And it just so happens that my MP Neil Parrish is is chair of the um, of the select committee for Desperate. So he's going to if he gets a question. I jokingly said to um, Christine 
I want to get Goat Dober into Hansard, the official record of what's said in Parliament. She said, right, I left it. So I did, and I got a reply from Neil Parrish, and he's going to, my MP, who's going to put it on Facebook and Twitter, and if he gets a question, he will mention Goat Dober in Parliament. Yes. You know, so I've actually got, I mean, it will be amazing. I mean, it be ridiculous. But the, that's the sort of, uh, the... It's gone from the podcast the, all the way to the government. Exactly. And it's not just, yeah, absolutely, it's not just that, the, that your listeners have bought the product, but they've actually pushed the idea along. They've actually got involved with it and made it, and made, like, helped with the PR. I mean, John, who, I can't remember his Twitter handle, but John's got a mate who works for the One Show, so he gave me the, gave me the email address of that guy. I mean, so the enthusiasm... The enthusiasm I have for it has been has been picked up and has been embraced by your listeners, and I am so grateful for that because you know if if it's going to succeed, it needs to be more than one person. You know, it really does, and and then we, I mean I'm going to get. I mean on Saturday the eighth, I'm just going to be. I'm supposed to be at a wedding on Saturday. I'm just going to be tied to my phone retweeting these pictures <laughs> of things. You know, which is and it's more than I can ever do. It's more more than I can ever do on my own. I mean, it needed other people to be involved in it, and now it's got it, and I am just. I'm so grateful. Awesome. It's, it's been a real eye-opening experience for me. And, you know, I, I, it's, I couldn't have hoped for more, put it that way. Awesome. Honestly, great to hear. Yeah. So, everyone, this Saturday, the 8th of October, get get ordering up now. Get yourself involved as well. And yeah, make it's it even live bigger on, than it's it already going to be. It's live on the Turner and George website now. So, uh, you know, they are... It's, I think they do next day delivery. Um, yeah. I think it's free, over 50 quid. Um, just the Oxford Charcoal Company, he's doing free delivery as part of uh, Goatober as well. Yeah, Matt Williams, he's also got deals on. He's doing like, uh, I think it's three boxes of the mixed lump and you get one box free, I think, as well for Goatober. So he's got some deals going on for yeah, Goatober. So he, phoned, he phoned me up after the podcast and said, hey, I'd like to, like to do something because I think it's a good idea. So, you know. Amazing. I, it's absolutely amazing to hear. I'm really, really pleased that uh, that everyone's got behind it, and I'm looking forward to. I mean, my mouth's watering thinking of all the food that's going to be cooked. Uh, so yeah, yeah we, we can't wait. So thank you very much. I tell you, there is well one other thing that there is a. We've been asked to put together a proposal for a for a for a book, and it's quite difficult to write a book based on a single um, on a single product. Because obviously, you know, cookbooks are 100 recipes. They've got inspiration from all over the world but if i do it there will be a barbecue section in it and i will need your guys help to do it and i absolutely i promise you that if barbecuing and goats as we all found out go together quite well but i will i will ask your guys some recipes and tips because you guys are the experts not me when it comes to this stuff so i'm sure they'd all love to get involved i'm sure they'd all absolutely love it I mean, uh, you're a great guy. We've all loved we've loved hearing from you, loved hearing the story and, and getting involved. So I'm sure that we'd all continue to love to, to be involved and give back even more. Brilliant. I, again, thanks to you guys. It all came from you phoning me up and asking to do the podcast. And, yeah. No know. worries, bro. Awesome. Awesome. Speak yeah, to you soon. To you. Speak to you soon, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Cool. That was a little unexpected call there. Going off, off our usual sort of routine of having a guest on the show all the time. We just sat in today, thought we we're going to have a chat amongst ourselves, and then yeah, James, <laughs> like, oh, have, a, have a quick chat about Goattober. Of course, we want to get involved with that. So yeah, I, I mean, I <laughs> tried giving a ring earlier and and, yeah. and sort of couldn't get through, and now 
live on air. So, so let's, uh, yeah, everyone get involved. Goat October. We're doing some, a Jack Goat. So, uh, so uh, look forward to that. We, I don't want to move it on, but we're going to be cooking on the Jack Pan, and that's something we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. Mm. But let's just. Just real things a little to? bit back we were talking about uh the competition class with the mm. bunch of swines and in collaboration with yeah so we will we will we'll be putting putting out a little video because we've filmed quite a lot of the day obviously we're not going to give away a whole video for the day you need to go onto a barbecue gourmet and book yourself onto one of their courses if you want to go and find out all of their top tips and tricks and all the secrets but we're going to put a little summary together a bit of a recap and we'll share that video once we've got that out there yeah it's a great location literally just within a couple minutes off the motorway off the m4 literally a couple minutes off the m4 uh just past bristol towards london fantastic location uh they do deals on the beds for the night if you want to stay over it's a great western hotel i think yeah you can stay for the night do it next time yeah there's no way i'm gonna miss the uh, (laughs) first day and and yeah have a few drinks a day after as well uh and I mean, Richard bring Richard from Barbecue Gourmet brings along all of the rubs and yeah. sauces, marinades, injections, uh, equipment, equipment. The, the accessories you need yeah. to be able to do it. So you it, can literally go away from that day with everything you need, and then yeah. you can go home and start practicing. And the bunch of swines guys they share with with, with sh- shared with us and with everyone there, like what their sort of championship winning rubs are and their or the combinations they use, sauces, marinades, etc., injections, and and there, Richard sat with it all at the back of the room, and you can literally just pick it up straight away, take it home with you, and, and put what you've learned to practice. It's kind of how the day worked. It was they they talk about something, then it's like, right, just go to the back of the room, add that into my fictional basket for now. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the day, just pick up your collection of goodies and take them home. I picked up a few things, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You, you didn't grab anything, did you? No, no. I've got a couple of things in my basket on yeah. uh, on the website, and uh, a few of them were things that we've brushed over yesterday, and mm. and I actually yeah, ended up adding a few more yeah. bits. But <laughs> but yeah, I've got a basket building up at the minute. I'm waiting uh, to put in a, a bit of an order because it's always nice to reduce postage as much as you can, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think it's over fifty quid free postage. Yeah. I think. Yeah, maybe. 20 40 quid quid. yeah Yeah, 40 40 quid quid. so i'm just building it up and uh Mm. exploiting the uh, free postage (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i got i got picked up the uh jacquard meat maximizer for like tenderizing awesome that's That's like the 45 blade one isn't it yeah i mean that's absolutely recommended yeah yeah i think it's what's it 45 i think it is 45 yeah 45 or 15 i think but 45 is the one to get awesome yeah that's cool. the one that the bunch of swines use. Yeah, and that was to get the the bite through skin. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's lots more to it, but mm. but that was uh, one of the one of the weapons that uh, is uh, sort of doing the doing the rounds. Really, I know a few people that mm. have uh, started using it this year and uh, and are really uh, really enjoying the equipment. Yep, definitely. And I picked up. Well, there was so many rubs that I wanted to get after that day, but. I can't take any more home. My cupboards are overflowing. <laughs> so I managed to get a little small one just to squeeze in. You have to leave them in your car, mate. Like, Honestly, yeah. just yeah, that the that's the technique. So leave them in the car until until your wife goes out and then sneak them in the house. I need a bigger cupboard there. Do you know the worst? I actually <laughs> went through my cupboard and had a bit of a clear out, f- threw away a few things because uh, the amount of stuff that I bought and, and actually just don't like and yeah, not in an offensive way, they're just though, not yeah. down to my tastes mm. or... Or yeah, maybe let's get offensive and say something a bit crap. But uh, that's not a swear word, so I'm allowed to say crap, aren't are I? Sure? <laughs> what did I say? Cr- crab. I said yeah, crab. You did, didn't you? A bit crab. Yeah. And uh, fishy, was it? Yeah. So 
It's not meant to be either. It was like a, <laughs> a beef rub that's crabby. Ugh. Anyway, so I ended up chucking a few things away to make more room and, mm. and yeah, filled it back up again yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> the, only, the only one I had grabbed in the end yesterday was the Jalaluya. Okay. Is, is it Jalaluya or Hallelujah? Cause I think it is. With a, with it, a J, like a uh, okay. you know, So All right. So it could be either way. So I haven't actually seen it written, so I just thought it was halla, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With, with a, a J. J. Yeah, Mexican style. And that's a it's a jalapeno salt, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's just really nice. Like, Obviously, me and you are complete chili heads, so every time we taste anything that's got a bit of chili in it, then I have to buy it. But it was it's not like blow your head off. It's just a nice heat. And I think it's just got like a combination of spices, got some salt and some jalapeno, a bit of celery extract and stuff like that in it. Just a really nice flavour and but just sort of yeah. use it not on its own, but like in combination of other things, which you'd have to go on the course to find out about. But yeah, it, it really sort nice of gave rub. a really, really nice heat that wasn't too mm. overpowering, just about right and and flavorful as well, which was nice. Yeah. A nice little extra element to the other the combinations that they uh, they were using. Yeah, if you like jalapeno, then you'll like that. It's like clearly jalapeno. You really get the pro- get the proper flavor of jalapeno from it. Yeah, it was awesome to see as well. They had the. Uh, the gateway drum smoking, oh, yeah. Yeah. smoking out the back, and they had the they had one of the uh, Bristol drum smokers, and they had Yoda Yoda going. Well, they weren't doing any the competition yeah, stuff on it. They were using that for the the day before for the uh, the backyard cooking. Mm. And yeah, I mean, they had the uh, two Webbers on the go, so they had the fifty-seven and the forty-seven. I think they had going. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just a fantastic day using a sort of a mix of equipment cooking. A mix between uh, low and slow and hot and fast competition styles. So, I mean, they did like uh, low and slow brisket and a hot and fast brisket. Yeah, so it's not very often you get to compare two of them side no. by side. Really. And especially when it's such a, a... I know in America that a lot of teams are doing the hot and fast now and, and it's sort of like taken over over there, taken over over there. But uh, it, it's certainly, I mean, Brunt Swine seems to be leading the way with it over here, but it certainly seems to be uh, gathering some gathering some what was I going to say momentum. some momentum here so yeah I mean it was awesome to see what tradition traditionally you you low and slow your brisket so it's great to to try that alongside and directly be able to compare it to a hot and fast and I'm not going to give everything away but I, I genuinely feel like at the competition class yesterday I enjoyed the best brisket I've ever had before definitely and Second to that, I think that the pork was up there with the best pork I've ever eaten as well. So it was uh, a really, really sort of eye-opener for me and and an inspiration, actually, because although we haven't really... I mean, we competed at Pengridi, and that was a competition, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't what people would consider a traditional barbecue competition. But it has sort of inspired us to want to get involved with one this year so uh james Lowe, the big meat maybe uh expect a phone call who knows yeah maybe there next year yeah we'll have to chat about that a little bit more off air but <laughs> i think that's something we we both decided on the way home feeling a bit inspired to, to maybe give one a go and just uh i don't know just uh probably get a few beers down us with the rest of you guys again and uh but actually be on that side of the pit as well and, and uh producing some food so maybe uh maybe we one next year we might be looking forward to that who knows maybe Maybe the big, the big air. Maybe, but also uh, we have been contacted by Uni recently. Yeah, yeah, and you, 
you had one already that you've been playing around with and you'd showed me it, but we hadn't had a chance to really get right into it. I just it. showed you it. I cooked <laughs> for you on it. Cooked you amazing sort of pizza on it. The best yeah. pizza you've ever eaten, I think you said. But anyway, <coughs> uh, moving on from that, that. Uh, you've, you've got one now as well and you've yeah. been cooking some bits over the uh, weekend with it? Yeah, so tried out a few pizza recipes and then just just getting the hang of using the uni, I guess, because yeah. uh, you, you kind of did it last time. You showed me showed me the ropes of it, but... Yeah, you, you couldn't really do it properly. You were asking me for more tips and... Oh, you wouldn't answer your phone. And you were asking me for recipes and stuff. It's pretty awkward because I'm the better cook. But anyway, yeah. uh, moving back to the uni, how, how did you find it? I found that my pizzas came out a lot better than the ones that you'd cooked for me before, so it was... That's awkward because yeah. you were telling me the other day that they were really awful, so... What, yours? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. So how was it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and it? It's like, I guess, unboxing-wise, that's like where I started it because I got in quite late, so I was like, oh, I'll just get it out of the box and straight away realised that it needs a bit of setup, but it's not not much. It only took me about like 10, 15 yeah, minutes like a, to get it all together. Allen key and a few screws and, and yeah. you're up and running, but it does come like sort of flat-packed mm. and it does come in a box that you would never get it back into. It's yeah. one of the, it's a bit like an ikea sort of job, but I do think it comes from like Scandinavian sort of Scandinavian like sort of way. So mm. it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that ikea of me? I don't know. Probably. Probably. I apologize to any it Scandinavian comes with listeners. the tools re- that you require though, which I thought was quite handy because I got out in the back garden and I was like, Oh no, I didn't realise I have to put it together. I have to go to the garage and get all my tools out. But yeah, you're not really a DIY guy either. Well, I am more than you, so there we go. Mm, it's pretty yeah. awkward because yeah, I've never seen you with a tool ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are. Oh. A tool, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got it up and running. And yep. did you cook that night? Yeah, straight away. So we got it, got it straight out of the box. Got it set up, and within two minutes. So is this before or after you're trying to ring me, panicking that you didn't analyse it? I was ringing you asking how to light it before it even got out of the box because I, f- I assumed I was just literally going to open the box lid and then be lighting it. Yeah, so whenever I, I see you ringing me cool. these days, I always just ignore it because I know you're going to be begging me for food tips, how to cook and stuff like that. So I don't bother answering. But So how did did you get it yeah, up and going why, in the end? That's why I don't ring you because you? you just talk <laughs> a lot of rubbish. <laughs> did you get it fired up then? It's quite boring because sometimes... Yeah, I no, go. yeah, going back to what we are talking about, uh, did you uh, get it fired up? say hello <laughs> and you just go on and on about <laughs> rubbish, really. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so I lit, lit it up. That was the bit I wasn't too sure about, really. So I remember when you lit it, you'd just put a few pellets in there with a flamer and then just lit the flamer, but I just couldn't remember if you, like, filled it up or whether you'd only put a handful in. You know, the way the way that I would I had been doing it is just, yeah, just like a handful of pellets uh, in the tray with a flamer. Get that lit, get that going. Once it's going and it's, and it's burning a bit, uh, then I would sort of half fill the chimney mm. so just chuck some pellets in the in the uh, chimney well, I went for it in the end anyway because oh, you, no, you went in the hopper in the hopper so yeah so I went for it and it lit up easy then I was a little bit worried when I just poured a load of pellets down into the hopper because it just dropped straight on it and I thought oh, it's just going to put it straight out but it did it like slowed for a, for a minute and then just smoked and bellowed yeah. out and away we go. I think as long as you let that first bit properly catch before you drop some more down the uh, the hopper, I think you're all right there. Yeah. So you drop some down and then let that go for a little bit. Yeah, probably gave that like 10 or 15 minutes, I'd have thought. Like, yeah. I probably used about half a hopper lighting it, I think. Yeah, Toby, Toby Butler said to watch out for uh, like the smoke turning from sort of black to a little bit clearer. Okay. So like when he was lighting, he was saying that, he, like that after that sort of uh, half hopper burn, 
and you, you like then fill it up to the top and stuff you'll notice it go from like uh starting up with like a black smoke to then uh it will then actually once it's up and running and and burning some heat will then sort of calm down to a sort of paler blue smoke which is mm. what we expect from, from our barbecues toby then because i forgot to mention how great a service he offered me because i was literally worried had an uni but i had no pellets and you weren't gonna lend me any because you're not that generous and uh so i gave toby a shout thursday night and they were shipped and with me on friday so that was awesome he managed to get them in time for me to cook on so it's alfresco pro and toby's website alfresco pro i'll confirm that but i'm pretty sure it is so yeah (laughs) so he shipped me some pellets out there and awesome i was away and uh, you can also get the unis from uni themselves, I believe. Yeah. And from, and from Go Cook Outdoors. Go Cook Outdoors. They're, I think they're still, well, whether they are or not, they're awesome guys as well. Uh, they were donating money to Mind mm. Charity uh, for everyone bought. So uh, they've done a lot of work this year as well. They did some, some fundraising bits at the Big Meat and demos and stuff. So And also they did like a massive pizza cook at Grillstock. So they've been doing bits and pieces throughout the year, sort of raising money for charity. So uh, those are two awesome places with some awesome guys to uh, to get your pizza items from. Yeah. I'll definitely, I mean, everyone I speak to, it's one of those things that when you use, you have to buy one, I think. I like, I wasn't sure about it. I've been one of those guys that's been thinking about building a pizza oven in my in my back garden for ages and toying with the idea, thinking about the cost, thinking about how I want it to look thinking about oh what if I move house it's sort of like do you mean it's an endless thing so in the end I was around Marcus's with you and mm. saw I think Toby brought one with him to use oh no Marcus had yeah, one Marcus had one, didn't Marcus had one. so uh, pizza was on the menu for one of the things we're cooking so uh, we got the uni fired up and I got behind there with Marcus and uh, and Toby and, and sort of there uh, you literally went home and ordered it that yeah, night. Yeah, literally didn't you? that that <laughs> night. Like, get them on, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I used it for five minutes and I was absolutely sold. I was like, "Yep, this is bang on, brilliant." So went home, ordered it, and uh, now haven't looked back. And it's, I think, it's one of those things that since I've had mine, just through conversation about sort of, I mean, you can tell when people use one, they are quite passionate about because they are good bits of kit. And uh, and I suppose that's how most of us buy stuff anyway. Speaking to someone who has something and then them sort of selling selling it to you without even trying and I think that since I've sort of been speaking about mine I know at least sort of like five six people that have, have bought one just yeah. from that I yeah. mean probably more but even like non-barbecuers isn't it we've got yeah just people, people work. at work you know, yeah we're eating a bit of pizza for lunch it's oh, oh I love pizza oh, I bet you guys have got pizza ovens we show them the uni online and then about an hour later you get an email with a <laughs> screenshot of their order that they've just ordered one as well yeah so. i think there's like two or th- three people in work that have yeah. ordered them just from us talking about it which mm. is which is awesome so it's great to see people getting behind the uni and uh and also i've been experimenting a bit with like w- what else you can cook on your uni and like yeah. i sort of think sizzle pan yet i've not tried the sizzle pan that i was provided mm. with yet but I have own, I have used my own. I've cooked mm. on the cast iron in there. I've cooked steaks. I've cooked chicken breast. I've done a couple of kebabs in there. Use it like a tandoor. Uh, and what I tend to do is I put the cast iron in uh, onto the stone, and it gets super super hot. So it's quite nice to have like one of the cast irons with a handle. So you uh, then bring it back out, drop your steak in. So it's on this incredibly hot cast iron plate. Put it back into your uni. So you've got an amazing top heat, like a real hot top heat, mm. and that amazing bottom heat. And you just have the most 
amazing sort of caramelized uh mainly out effect sort of on the outside crusty beautiful steak and then cutting in because it's cooking so hot and fast you have this beautiful uh beautiful raw raw rare sorry <laughs> i got a text through and i was reading the text as yeah, i was speaking there you shouldn't a beautiful not task. you can't do that <laughs> yeah i'm not I've woman. told you about that before yeah not woman yeah uh, but oh we got women listeners that, that's not a bad thing though no it's a skill it's a skill i've got it you're old woman though yeah. anyway oh, uh so <laughs> so he says he just tucks it up but really he's just a woman that's too jazzy <laughs> i'm in your barbecue tongue okay jazzy! <laughs> what was i saying i was busy what i call it uh yeah so and you get the perfectly like rare inside which mm. is what i'm looking for mm-hmm. with my steak i mean obviously you can leave it a bit longer and, and go to whatever you want but yeah but yeah i'm looking for a rare to almost blue and and with the uni that sort of temp i get it mm. with the chicken and stuff as well like like in a tandoor when you go it just cooks it so hot and so such an intense heat circulating around it coming from top and bottom you get these perfectly juicy cooked chicken in mm. like absolutely no time at all mm-hmm. so i absolutely love it and uh veg and stuff i've been putting in it marcus has done some seafood i've done some seafood as well yeah. it's great to see people experimenting with it and not just cooking pizza it is a lot more than that it can be a lot more than that yeah i'm looking forward to trying it out properly really it was just a rush quick do some pizzas but yeah i'll probably give you some more recipes don't worry <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it so uh, yeah. another another toy let's talk about another toy yeah, I was going to my one last thing. No, because because I I didn't get a uni for ages because I felt like my Kamado Joe I can do good, really good pizzas on that which I can, um, but the one That's thing awkward. Well, actually probably better pizzas and right, let's not go into that anymore. <laughs> uh, so the one thing that I did think was awesome about it was literally a probably half an hour after I'd finished cooking. I went out there and the uni was cold enough for me to lift it off my table and put it back in the shed. Kamado, definitely not. Hours later (laughs) before I can pack that away because of the heat. So I I really like that as a feature for us. Yeah, when I brought mine into work to cook for us, it was literally, we were like, we were like, ah, we enjoyed our pizzas, sort of sat there and we were like, oh, this is awkward. I'm not going to be able to go home now for hours. I'm going to have to wait for it to cool down. Literally walked back through. We'd let it burn out anyway. Uh, Walked back through. And the dishes and went back. The and dishes went back around and then touched it, and it was it was cool mm-hmm. and it was it was fine. And I put it in the car and, and then took it home. So it's remarkable how it goes from so hot to so cold so quickly. It mm. really does mean it truly is portable. Yeah, I it's mean, so like, lightweight. Like I'd happily oh. like take that to my mum and dad's for like the evening if we went yeah. down for a barbecue. Take it with me and I did no planning at all. Woke up in the morning, put it in my car, brought it to work, cooked on it. Mm. Crap myself because I didn't think I'd be able to get it. Crab myself, crabbed myself because I didn't think I'd get it back. But swallowed it back in the car, drove home again. Mm. Like it was like a, an absolute no brainer, absolute simple. I see Marcus has taken his to the beach. I've had mine down at my caravan. I've been camping with it. Uh, we've done all sorts. <laughs> so yeah, they, they are truly uh, portable bits of kit, which is which is awesome. Mm. So what we were going to move on to was the uh, jack pan. Yeah, and we're. We're going to put a video out soon using the jerk pan, so that's going to be yeah. That's our, so we our get, yeah. We yeah. did we did go on and say like it's our go to cook yeah. is jerk goat, but we were like we didn't want to expand on it because mm. we are we were in the middle of talking about the bunch uh, of swines competition class. So yeah. so now we're back back on it. Yeah. So we're going to get get round to my house this weekend and <laughs> get our goat on. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have stayed the night before. You know us. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we're going to use the uh, jerk pan 
that we've got from the Japan Barbecue Company. And I've been playing around with it quite a bit. I've been perfecting my jerk recipe after Mark gave me a good sampling of his jerk the other day. I've uh, He wouldn't give, me, give away his family secret recipe, so I've uh, been working on it and working on it, so developing my own. So hopefully we're going to come up with a jerk goat that's going to yeah. be... I mean, I think that we, we, we've never had a whole kid delivered to us before. No. So I think once it arrives, we're going to have to evaluate the situation. Mm. And uh, I would like to, I would love to have done a whole goat as one. But what I think we're going to have to do is cut it in half and do two half goats. But also on top of that, or with that, is whether or not the jack pan will be too hot for it. Because uh, obviously, I mean, the jack pan cooks direct, but you do have three three separate trays to. I mean, you could light one and, and set up a two zone area, mm. or, or whatever you wanted to do. So, so I mean, but I don't know whether the bits will be like too big to do that, have a two zone or yeah, or not. Have to try it when we get. Yeah, there, so when we get it, I think we're gonna. But it's like that's my weapon of choice when it comes to cooking a lot of food because it's very flexible you can do your smoking in it you can do direct cooking you can do indirect cooking so you can do everything with it and it's also really big so you can hopefully do you reckon we're gonna get the whole goat in it we we don't know we haven't seen a whole goat before to know if it's gonna fit but yeah that's what i'm saying a, so i mean until big, it gets here it pan's big it's like almost, yeah almost i don't know how big it is it's over i think it's a meter yeah, you can't ask the the top shelf is there's two shelves there's two cooking shelves mm. in the in the jerk pan so I mean and the top shelf is quite big so I mean if we could fit it in there and get it laid out in there that would be absolutely bang on yeah. if not we could switch them around and keep them sort of switching around and cooking in there and uh, and yeah I've got a massive cool box I've already thought about all cool box at home to marinate it in so mm. we'll literally get the whole kid go into the cool box. Uh, marinate it because we've got like a we're following like a jerk recipe yeah we're so just going to go for like my jerk that I've been working on to go on the lamb yeah 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 so I mean yeah. it's just like a scotch bonnet garlic sort of yeah, marinade yeah so like garlic shallot onions bit of olive oil scotch bonnet you usually bring them in your socks yeah Carrie so and Queen carries scotch bonnets and uh, pimento in his bit socks of, bit of lemon zest lemon juice and then also some rub uh, so in the rub itself we've got like Classic jerky stuff, I guess, like all spice is always in a jerk recipe. Thyme's always in jerk recipes. And then some, we've got a new love for Sichuan pepper recently since we went to the big meet. And what was the, what's the, uh, there was yeah, Jar Love, Jar Love by Oak Ridge. Yeah, Richard yeah. from Barbecue Gourmet was like, just, he just got it in and he was like, boys, you need to try this. So, uh, gets out his samples when he carries around like those, he has samples of everything out. Had his little spoon out, put it on our hands, and and tried it. It was like a party in our, in in my mouth. Like it was like it took me back to like sort of, and that's what like sort of foods about transformations and mm. sort of taking you places. And it took me back to sort of like popping candy as a yeah. kid and stuff like that because it felt a bit like that on the tongue. My tongue was really going for it, and it was uh, the Szechuan pepper in there. Yeah, we didn't know at first. So we went over to Andy Williams and we said, "Oh, we've, we've just tried this, and it's like popping candy." And he went into his caravan and brought it out and let, let us try some session like, yeah that's it that's, yeah he that's had uh, something from the chili chili man yeah, chili jam man or chili man just 
the chili man. The chili. Oh, Andy, you're gonna have to clear this up. But yeah. we had uh, he had like a rub from it. It's like a, well, it's a seasoning. I yeah. think he called it. It was like a seasoning, and he said he just puts it on like everything just yeah. to liven it up. He said put it on even cheese on toast, and you've mm. got something completely different. And it was lovely. I mean, that so was they look really fragrant, aren't they? The yeah, his was really lemony. Mm. His it was a different one though. He only picked. Uh, the ones that cracked open or something like that. Yeah. I can't really remember completely. And it would, it really transformed it from being just Szechuan pepper, which isn't just a just anyway, because it's yeah. awesome. But also it, it gave it like this. I had this zesty, lemony taste in my mouth for, mm. I, I promise you, half an hour after I finished mm. that one corn. So, uh, so yeah, it was amazing, amazing spice and, and sort of that sort of put it into yeah. our lives a little bit. I'd so. never even noticed it really before and at Sainsbury's now they've got it. They've got like a, quite a lot of new stuff actually at Sainsbury's recently. So Yeah, they have really expanded. Recently, I'd yeah. pop down there and have a look because they've got a lot of the, is it Bart's is the brand? And there's loads of... But also they're doing their own stuff. They've gone like from like your standard uh, pop open top and sprinkle mm. spice. They've got like, these little glass things now with like silver screw tops. Yeah, yeah. And they've so really I've expanded their... Like Sainsbury's range as well, and they've got yeah. like a, a load of like sort of worldwide ingredients. So yeah, definitely worth popping down and and mm. uh, and having a look if you don't have like a, a, a really good spice merchant nearby. They're definitely worth checking out because they are. I mean, it's it's strange that these world food aisles and stuff started appearing a few years back, and uh, and just the way the world is now, it's just becoming so much smaller. We are really sort of uh, getting a bit of everything in in our supermarkets, mm. and again, like we have sort of Indian shops and Chinese superstores and. No, well, that's a lie, not a superstore. Chinese supermarket, that's the one I'm looking for. And you've got like all sorts around, even in Plymouth. And Plymouth is like sort of like the end of the earth, it feels like, when you live down here. But we're we're uh, up at the times and we've got loads of stuff happening. So I suspect, I mean, it's been like that in London. When I've visited family in London for years. It's always been like an abundance of, of sort of ingredients and, uh, and produce, which is amazing. And it's great to see it coming down to sort of even the far the far corners of the UK. So, uh, so yeah, we're lucky enough that, that companies like Sainsbury's and many, many more are, are getting behind that and, uh, and spreading the love, spreading the jar love. So yeah, get on and check that jar love. That is a jerk yeah, we, seasoning. That needs, we wanted that. We, sh- we should have told Richard we wanted it for yeah. barbecue gourmet. My before. mistake. That's one of the things in my, uh, like, got any jar love? And he's like, yes, I've got loads. In at the, the warehouse. warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind enough to offer that he would drive there like, yeah. uh, like a break and pick it up for us. But, we were like, no, no, no. So it's already, it's already in my basket. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's an Oak Ridge one. So get on there, guys, and check that out. It's a jerk seasoning, but we are making our own. And uh, and yeah, and I've tried a bit of it, and we've been sort of toying with it. Mm. He's been bringing in little shot glasses yeah. of rub every now and again, <laughs> and taste this, taste this, taste this. It's weird. He doesn't bring me any chicken. He just brings me in rub. Well, you've been in a healthy, shot glass. You, so see anything yeah. you're allowed to eat? Yeah. So. <laughs> It's, it's spiced up my soups and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so that was really, really awesome. Mm. Um, probably getting close to wrapping this up, I think. But yeah. We've probably just got a few things to watch out for, I guess, coming up for us. Yeah, hopefully. we are pretty tight on time. But, yeah. but yeah, maybe to skim over a few things. Yeah. I'm actually uh, watching social media popping off right now. Uh, oh, people yeah. are messaging me already. Yeah, my family are just, just telling me they've just seen me on TV. Just seen us on TV. <laughs> uh, I've got one message from Jackie Waite. How dare I call... How dare I call Pruleith a food critic? She's an original culinary goddess. The youth of today. Tut, tut, tut. But in my defense, we were sat, I can remember being sat there and being told what they were, what they were. So, like, this is 
Pruleith and she is a food critic. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't my own, it wasn't what I was calling her. Oh, stop saying that they've made you up now. <laughs> but yeah, it was. We we were told that was what she was. She was. We weren't told to say that. She was introduced. She was referred to as, that. She was referred to as a food critic. But uh, but yeah, Is we she, do she's know on the Great British Menu. Yeah, I mean, she's a judge the... critic, judge mm. same sort of thing. But also, I mean, her her cookery school, uh, for, former cookery school, yeah. is world renowned as the best in the world and mm. and she's sort of been behind that uh she sort of uh smashed the restaurant scene in london as well years ago and and yeah it's a pleasure to cook for her. absolute <laughs> pleasure to cook for her absolute pleasure to cook for michael and and yeah so that's just the first day it's launched tonight tonight so you'll see a few more episodes yep. what i'm saying today is because we record on a monday so uh by wednesday there would have been three episodes out when when in the region of the south so you won't see us for couple weeks yeah a couple weeks yet but uh, we might pop up here and there and and get involved it's a great great program it's a great program to be uh to be involved with and uh, we loved yeah, every minute of it exciting being part of it and couldn't tell anyone about it for a long time but finally it's here we can chat about it now yeah yeah and uh another, some more things to look out for we have an app on the app store now a united yeah, yeah. q app yeah it's going to develop over the time we're going to add lots of new features and stuff to it it said initially come out because I'm obsessed with my new Apple Watch and I just... But it is available on any Apple yeah. phone as well. So. on phone, but if you've got a watch, then you get a cool new little feature so that you can keep uh, it on your dock and you can open up and quickly get access to temperatures for cooking all the key meats and fish. So it's just a handy thing that I needed and I used I made it, used it for myself and a couple of people said, can you put that out there? So I've... Decided we've added it to the app store and you can click links to listen to the podcast in the app and also get some temperature guides. Yeah, and there'll be some nice sort of like recipes and yeah. rub suggestions and stuff coming along the way. Wood, smoking wood suggestions and yeah. stuff. Uh, you, you wrote a piece for the Barbecue Mag recently uh, yeah. on smoking wood, so it'll be along along those sort of lines, but we'll, we'll add some bits and pieces in there mm-hmm. as we go along and it's one of those things that will hopefully grow as as we always yeah, are any suggestions sort of learning new features things. and stuff that people want to see and yeah send it on it. Add it in yeah get them on over and uh another little thing we're working on now for months and months it seems like mm-hmm. uh but finally we're getting to the point where we can sort of announce that it is happening because yeah. uh we are putting together a christmas cookbook yeah christmas barbecue cookbook yeah so it's all sort of live fire and uh cooking over fire being outside uh that that is what it, the book is all about. So, we've both cooked on the barbecue for a few Christmases now. So we've got lots of things that we've been cooking for a few years, which we tried and tested. We know they're really good, and then we've come up with some other twists on the traditional Christmas. Yeah, recipes some alternatives. Been cooking them up most weekends, so it's been feeling like Christmas for quite some time. Yeah, <laughs> we've been having Christmas since uh, start of the summer, so it's been a, a pretty wild one. Mm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's been really, really awesome. It's yeah. got like your your from everything from your big Christmas feasts, but like you said, we've we've got a bit alternative on it as well. So we got the tradition mixed with a bit of alternative, and we've got like just all sorts. Uh, I mean, things to snack on leading up to Christmas: Christmas breakfast, Christmas brunches, Christmas lunches, Christmas afternoon snacks. Uh, Ooh, a little stocking fill. Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything to keep you going over the festive period. And yeah, it's not just a Christmas cookbook. It it is a lot more than that and yeah it's all about our fresco living and being cooking outside and and sort of uh, 
being out in the elements and, and enjoying it and uh, it's not just a summer thing it's a lot more than that and just the flavor and stuff can't be replaced let's get out there and do it more and uh, some cold smoking stuff some yeah. curing stuff some fermentation, some just pickling. We talk about on the podcast with everyone we've had yeah, on the air. Any inspiration we've got. Got loads and loads of stuff going on. It's been great fun uh, testing out recipes yeah, so and watch cooking. Yeah, so space. So uh, we'll probably in the next couple of weeks get you somewhere where you can order it order it up. Yeah, guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in. I think we're going to have to call it an end there because we have gone over. Wow. Have gone over? I don't know. No, no, we haven't got it. I'm lying. But we are pretty much there and <laughs> we need to make a move. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast, if we don't say so ourselves. And our special guest, we had James from Cabrito popping in for a bit. Well, he didn't really pop in. He just called. But anyway, so uh, yeah, hopefully we've helped you get over hump day. And as always, we're brought to you by ProQ Barbecue Gourmet and Smoke with Shack, our absolutely epic, incredible, legendary sponsors. Love them. Love you guys. Great seeing you all. See you soon. Yeah, Pro Q. Sir? We miss them. We need to go see them, don't we? Yeah. We, uh, we've seen... Obviously, we saw Richard mm. at the weekend, but... I mean, James, we've not bumped into since... Oh, we obviously chat to him quite a lot, but have bumped into him since Grill Stock. So looking forward to catching up soon, bro. Get down to Pro Q on a Friday. And eat yeah, something. yeah. We've got... Uh, I was actually genuinely thinking about this last... Well, we were going to be trying to bump into them in Bath, but it's such an early start and late mm-hmm. finish, and we were literally in a meter coma by the time we got to eat everything. Because that's another thing great about... I'm not going to go into it massively, but another awesome thing about the classes is how much you get to try and eat and taste, and oh, my God. It's too much food. There's just... Right, that's why that's why no one listens to you. Anyway, so <laughs> we need to get down to Brokey. <laughs> we need to get down there. Uh, yep. Where were we? So as always, we're brought to you by our epic sponsors, Brokey Barbecue, me and Smoke with Shack, and uh, Brokey is dedicated to providing with quality smoking products, top-notch service, and free advice for beginners to masters. And you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram under Brokey Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for authentic charcoal commercial smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. Those commercial smokers are yes, insane. I need one. Love them. Need one. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether for some charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. And Smoke with Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoking goodness and you provide the talent. So if you are looking for smoking wood, chunks, dust, chips, planks and pellets, can I say that yet? Not sure. I don't think so. Well, pretty soon, pellets. Then head on over to smokewithjack.com and you can find them on Twitter at smokewithjack. So goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Well, Cheers. thanks for tuning in. And I'm the best cook. I'm a much better cook than you ever be. You're not the Much better cook.